and welcome to Radio Drama Revival, the show dedicated to stories told through medium of sound, showcasing the diversity and vitality of modern audio theater. Here's your news, reviews, discussion, and of course, stories. I'm your host, Fred. Well, this week we welcome a program back to WMPG, which is apparently aired here uh, long, long ago. Dry Spoken Whispers, a Holodio Theater, which creator Mark Rose has been producing since the mid-80s. He's based out of Portland, Oregon, and remembers being played uh, out here sometime way, way back. Uh, if you have to get conclusive details, one that actually was, uh, the off chance you do know, uh, feel free to call in here at the station. Uh, for podcast listeners, email fred at radiodramarevival.com. Anywho, the episode I'm about to play for you is a part two of a three-part series called The Shadow Man. And like any good TV serial, it has a thorough background prior to the drama's beginnings, so won't fill you in too much. Basically, we join space detective Emil Song and his pal who have just been thrown through a portal to a dangerous, mysterious uh, dimension. Enjoy The Shadow Man. I'm Emil Song, special detective, an often unsanctioned warrior for justice in the ever more corrupt capital of a galactic civilization. I'm an outcast, a telepath, my only edge as I battle for truth through spiderweb veils of dry smoke and whispers. In episode one of The Shadow Man, Song and Hinchard met Kandar, a refugee from Kayambudana. Kandar's brother, Anmar, was part of a rebellion against the mining consortium that monopolizes a new power source, Solarium. Kandar is mortally wounded, but enjoins Song to find his brother and reveal the infamy of the corporations that are pillaging his homeworld. But a mysterious figure known only as the Shadow Man has set in motion a series of events that will put Song and Hinchard on the front lines. The Shadow Man reveals to Song that there is a network of secret interdimensional passageways riddling all of Quaymet. Song and Hinchard, in their quest to discover the whereabouts of Anmar, have entered a doorway of perception and are soon to discover more than they could have wished about who truly rules Quaymet. Professor, don't move. We're in great danger. What did you just put around I've us? enclosed us in a psychic shield. A protective sphere that'll keep us from being detected in this place. D- detected? By whom? Where the hemp are we? Telepaths, Professor. Psychic adepts stand guard in this place who could stop our hearts, blind us, or erase our consciousness with a single thought. I had hoped against hope. My suspicions were wrong. But we're here. We might as well see what we're up against. Yeah. Uh, Carefully. Mm. We must not be seen. We were looking down on an immense subterranean chamber, carved out of solid basalt into the spired arches and domes of an occult cathedral. A gigantic pipe organ in three arch tiers of gleaming ebony presided over a worship nave scalloped with ascending terraces.
You know where we are? I do. This is the secret catacomb cathedral of the Sons of the Assigned. We're in the presence of the most dangerous men in the galaxy. I always wondered where they met. The Lord knows it would be a place like this. Then you know this is a mystic cult of the privileged and wealthy that goes back uncounted generations. It's said they've had more to do with the true course of history than any government that ever existed. Count on it. They stop at nothing. They are the closest thing to evil that I have seen in this life. Professor, how do you... Sons of the Assigned. Now comes the time of our ascendancy. Now we align all for the good of the few who shall lead the many. Only through death shall we live again. Only through oppression can we free the future. We live through death. Only through pain can we know ecstasy. We create the way. Elyon? I've heard that name before, but so long ago. Unseen, unheard, we guide the quintocracy from within, from underneath. Blessings of attainment be showered upon the successful who return. Fortunes of the superior go with the next assigned of the conjunction as they prepare the way. The way, the way. Conjunction? Song, let's get out of here. How much longer can you keep up the shield? Uh, if they sense us...
down below us was the most amazing machine we had ever seen. It was a sphere almost a mile in diameter sunk into a vast tiered pit. Hundreds of arcing walkways came out from ringed balconies in a gridded globe made of copper, pewter, and brass. And inside that globe, an orrery, system within system, rings within rings, metal representations of all the solar systems of the inhabited part of the galaxy were in clockwork motion. Then it stopped. Lights like stars pulsing started to wink in random rippling patterns and so small they could hardly be seen. Hundreds of people began to emerge out of brass iris doorways from the globes that represented planets. suits, men in work gear, men in street clothes, men dressed as beggars, men in aristocratic finery, all filing down the catwalks in military order like ants coming out of a giant anthill. So that's how they're controlling it all. Name of the faith, this, this is a transport device. Every one of those planets is a transport orb instantaneous travel to anywhere in the galaxy. And the people filing out of the conjunction are coming back from missions from worlds spanning the quintocracy. Faith the influence they must have, the destinies they must be directing. And so many of the evil things that have been happening lately, solarium, the wars, the oppression, can be traced right back to here to this aristocracy of the occult, the sons of the assigned. Something impinged. Faith, the shield. Too late. You two certainly need looking after. Professor, come with me. But Song! Song must ride the sword. Go, Professor. They will be here in seconds. You will not survive. Go! Song, remember the warning. Don't... Is here, I sense him. Guardian, Karal Alan Am Kerul. Overseers, if I have a part in your plans, help me now. They must not learn who I am. 
I disguised myself telepathically as a solarium mind director and ran for my only hope of escape, the conjunction. All right, which way from here? A way is prepared. I have slowed the time stream for you, but I can only do so for a moment. Look up at the conjunction. Do you see the transport orb that's glowing amber? I'll never make it. It's too far in. Take heart. I will disguise you in a way that will confound the suns. Now go. Go! He came this way. I'm sure of it. There, on the catwalks. Someone running up on the conjunction. Guardian sees an imprisoned. Intruder! These disguises are no chancellor, alien! This is a magus of some power. Guardian, defend! Behind me, I saw what looked like a thunderhead rippling with multicolored branches of electrical energy. A disembodied spirit of power. If it caught me, I would have no defenses. All of my secrets would be known. So much would be destroyed. One more round. Run! You're almost there. There was no time left. I threw myself into the transport orb rolling painfully against the back of the chamber. Thank the faith, the door closed. Sex from home. No, no, anywhere but here. Castle Mahela.
question, is this truly the past? In this forsaken shadow man, time travel as well? I heard voices coming from a half-arched transom window at the bottom of a wall. I crouched and listened. With a sinking feeling, I recognized both voices. One was the shadow man. The other I had not heard since I was nine years old. It was my father, Bartholomew's song. I could see the two of them, far below, in my father's study chamber. I am his father, and I will decide what's best for him. But you are blinded by love. You do not have my perspective. And I tell you, if you stay on this course, millions of people will die. Your son is that important to all. He is the next. This I will not accept. He will be sent away, taught to deal with his talents, but his own fate will be his to decide, not yours. I no longer believe you work for the good. You're... you're a shadow man. Shadows follow you wherever you go. I had hoped it would not come to this, that you would see reason. Moved by deep premonition, I headed down the long winding steps down and around my father's study. These windows above were unbreakable, and overhearing this conversation, I feared the worst. My father's death was no longer a mystery. You will not have the boy! Oh, but we will. Ah! God, Demon, you are... Would that that were so, old friend. He comes. Father! Move away. Witchery is this? Oh, there's so much I've always wanted to say to you. Now, there is no time. You look well, lad. You've grown up straight and true, I, I can tell. I fight for the cause, Father. And I always will. Who is this Shadow Man? How does he fit into the great cause? my son. But I know, I know he is ancient. Do not trust him. Beware his wisdom. I love you, son. I see tears on your face. You, you, you cry for what you've done? Did you know my father that well? I never did. He was my student. For over 50 years. The best I ever taught. Then tell me. Murderer of my father. Betrayer of hopes. What purpose does, does this serve? The time arrives. 
when we come to a turning point in the survival of all mankind. You are a pivot point. What you do over the next two years will help decide the fates of many. And you are not prepared. Know this. Of all the things I have done over the centuries in the Guardianship, this, this I will rule. For whatever time remains me, sealed my thoughts and then hit the shadow man with a psychic bolt that would have left a mortal man a burnt out husk. But the shadow man was no novice, and soon we were dueling with nothing but our wills on a psychic battlefield that existed only in our minds. <laughs> you almost took me off my guard. Bravo! You still seem to have some fight in you. A containment shield? <laughs> Nursery school. Nasakarant. Inventive, but primus school at best. Enough. instantaneously, as if we had never left it, we were back in my father's study. But he was gone. There was not even a drop of blood. My father, where, where is he? His part is over now. It's time for the sun to shine. You have made a beginning. But you still have far to go. I am your teacher now. Time to learn. It was clear I was meant to follow, but I had not forgotten the cruelty of my father's death or his words to me at the end, and so I followed, for now. But I would not forget, and I would not forgive. Join us next time for the conclusion of The Shadow Man. Featured in this episode were David Loftus as Vice Regent Gravik, Eric Newsom as Kirik Elian, Chris Porter as Blade Master Odratheus, and Sam A. Mowry as the Shadow Man. Special thanks to Mark Tui with Last Minute Congregations Limited. Additional voice characterizations by Mark Rose. Original audio play by Gerald McQuinn. Sound design by Zeran Loudly. Music by Kryle Gauss. Dry Smoke and Whispers Holodio Theater is a presentation of Transdimensional Media, LLC, and is copyright 1980 and 2004. Find out more at 
drysmoke.com. This is Drake Hannaby for QBS, signing off from this dimensionality. And that was the cliffhanger middle episode of Dry Smoke and Whispers, The Shadow Man. I hate to break up a series like that, especially uh, on a such a suspenseful note, but you can learn more about it by going to the site uh, www.drysmoke.com, D-R-Y-S-M-O-K-E.com. It's a really nice multimedia-rich site with uh, previews of the various storylines, CDs from this long-running series, and some information about uh, the program in general. If I'm not mistaken, this show's also coming to audible.com soon and occasionally runs on XM Radio. The last thing as a community radio DJ I'd ever recommend is for you to buy an XM radio. They do have a XM Sonic Theater, which plays uh, radio drama for 24 hours a day, uh, seven days a week. So, <clears throat> anyways, uh, here's an interesting bit of media news. In case you haven't heard yet, the FCC was dealt a bit of a blow this week when ABC, Fox, and other television networks won a ruling that being fined for fleeting uses of naughty language on TV violated indecency standards. Well, on the basis of the language used by El Presidente and the Vice President, the court ruled that sometimes people just get upset and yell dirty things. Those that uh, references don't actually have anything to do with sex or excretory organs, which for some absurd reason are the criteria that the FCC uses to determine indecency. So, well, maybe uh, on the radio I'll be able to say fuck like I can on the podcast if I so choose, but I don't because... Well, it's just uh, not appropriate for Radio Room Revival. Anyways, uh, next week we'll be talking to the creator of the program we heard today, Mark Rose, and we'll be learning about the history of Dry Smoke and Whispers, its current path, its future, and his thoughts on where radio uh, drama in general is headed. Tune in for some interesting, one-of-a-kind, completely original insight into this audio dramatist's excellent work. In the meantime, you can set your cravings for more audio news, stories, reviews, and discussion at the podcast and blog, www.radiodramarevival.com. And yes, we are also on the iTunes store. Just do a search for Radio Drama Revival. That wraps up this week's show. Till next time, keep your mind and your ears open. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great week.